On the Road to Mac Stock with Brian Pierce. This is Mac Voices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, I know what one of the highlights of my summer is going to be, and that is going to Mac Stock Conference and Expo uh, at the end of July. I can't wait because we always get to see old friends. We get to meet new friends, get to hear some great presentations, and just in general, have a great time. So this is a Road to Mac Stock show, and that means we're going to be talking to uh, Brian Pierce about his upcoming session at Mac Stock. Brian, welcome to uh, Mac Voices. It's great to talk to you for the very first time. Thank you, Chuck. Appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you for uh, for doing this. So, I, I guess you know the first question I'd like to ask beyond what you're going to be presenting is, you know, why did you want to be a Mac Stock presenter? You know, I uh, I really I really loved the whole concept of of Mac Stock and being able to get together with like minded folks in the Apple community and. Um, Having having attended, um, I think three of the past events, um, I just I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that I uh, might be able to uh, to bring something to the presenter presenters podium and uh, and share some of the experiences that I've had with the platform and um, and that's really really what I'm looking forward to doing and and hearing some feedback and always learning new ways to do things. So, oh, that's great. That's great. So, what is your what is your uh... I guess professional back- background. Well, I uh, I started out. Uh, my my education is in computer science and mathematics, um, and I was really captured early on by the Apple II, and I uh, started really doing a lot with Apple Basic, and uh, really just kind of followed the development of the platform uh, over time. Um, in the early '90s, I started a business where we were an Apple VAR, um, which meant that we were uh, able to sell Apple hardware and provide solutions uh, around those uh, those hardware uh, systems that we were providing people, um, kind of a kind of a, a you know A to Z uh, solution for people and businesses, and uh, so you know we went through that whole um, the mid '90s and you know the lean times um, th- that Apple experienced, um, and uh, just again, I've always been a big supporter of the of the platform and of, of the technology. So, um, so that's where I that's where I started, and uh, I've, I've stayed with it. You know, um, over the years, you know, as Apple has evolved and they've gotten in their own retail stores, we don't do anything with hardware anymore. Uh, but there is still a need for people to provide solutions um, and to support the systems that they have. So um, I still enjoy it. I, I love doing it and uh, hope to do it for a long time yet. It's it's funny. I know we've talked a lot about it here on the show forever. And the topic always seems to come up whenever you get about three or more Apple enthusiasts together, that there's something about the platform. It's if you get it, you get it. It doesn't need to be explained to you. You understand. And if you don't, I I don't know. I don't know if it's genetic or what, but it just no. it, it's it's really interesting. Again, here's you are another one who you know got, got infected in the early days and just kept right on going and and doesn't want to give it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, it's funny. There was a there used to be 
I grew up in the Chicagoland area, so I wasn't far from where Max Stock is held. And um, there was a columnist for the Chicago Tribune, and his name was Jim Coates. And he was, oh, so, so, so Windows biased. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable, right? And that was the time of the Holy Wars in, in the 90s, you know. And um, so I, I just remember, you know, constantly going back and forth with him via email about why what he was saying was just so one-sided and wrong, you know, and trying to uh, trying to smash some of those misconceptions about the platform. You know, if, thankfully, that's not something that we have to do anymore because of how things have evolved. But uh, But that was an interesting time for sure. You know, that's a really interesting point to bring up that back then you did feel like you had to correct you were absolutely obligated to correct people when they made misstatements about the platform. Now there's still some, some for some older folks that, you know, are in business and all, I still think some of those perceptions are there, but they don't seem to be nearly as well entrenched. And people seem to be a lot more open to being educated about the benefits of a lot of platforms, not just windows or Mac, um, but also iPad, Android, you know, Pick a platform for a device, and you'll find somebody out there that's interested and willing to argue the merits or demerits of each. Sure. Yep, absolutely. So what are you going to be presenting? What are you going to bring to MaxDoc? So from, you know, I mentioned that, you know, I was really uh, enamored by the platform in the beginning. And I always wanted to, as I got into business, I found that, you know, people wanted to um, they were satisfied with allowing the Mac to be a client to things. And I always felt like I wanted the Mac to be the the server of things, you know, to have the data and have the information and be able to do like, you know, the server all the way to the desktop, you know, a complete Apple solution. And um, so I got into databases early on. Um, I really enjoy the the challenges of data modeling and, um, coming up with efficient structures for things. Um, and I, over the years, I found that so many people will use a tool like a spreadsheet uh, as if it were a database. And I think that um, there's a lot of time and effort that can be saved by starting with the right tool from the beginning. So we're going to talk a little bit about the, the differences between the two, why you would want to use one over the other, um, and then jump into some examples uh, within um, a FileMaker, which is what I, I develop in these days. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Old school device management tools like MDMs force disruptive agents onto employee devices that slow performance and treat privacy as an afterthought. Collide does things differently, though. Instead of forcing changes on users, Collide notifies your team via Slack when their devices are insecure and gives them step-by-step -step instructions on how to solve the problem. For IT admins, Collide provides a single dashboard that lets you monitor the security of your entire fleet, whether they're running on Mac, Windows, or Linux. That visibility makes it easy to prove compliance to your auditors, customers, and leadership. And by reaching out to employees via a friendly Slack message, Collide can help you build a culture in which everyone contributes to security. You can meet your compliance goals today by putting users first. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. 
Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Um, this is really interesting uh, because we recently had on a Mac Voices live show a, a, a brief discussion about the fact that databases as databases seem to have disappeared. Um, they seem to have become hidden behind applications that put a specialized interface on them, but they're still database-driven activities in the background. And FileMaker is one that I know I've used for a long time. Um, I I abandoned it, it at one point because I was finding up dedicated applications that made up for it. But FileMaker is uh, obviously it, it has an Apple basis, and it is a phenomenally powerful program. Yes, and 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 now you know there's been some interesting um, announcements by Claris uh, within the last couple of months that make it even more compelling um, to to be able to jump into the platform and actually experiment with things. Um, you know, for example, um, they're they're going to be allowing. Uh, starting in, I believe, September, uh, free access to the platform for a single user, uh, which, you know, is, is, is pretty amazing, you know, given the, given the history of how much they've charged for a single copy of FileMaker and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, more on that to come, but it's really exciting that, that we'll have access to those tools and the technology. I, I had not heard that, um, and that would be phenomenal, simply because... FileMaker is very powerful. FileMaker is there's a bit of a learning curve to it, mm -hmm. and but but to give it free access for individuals would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and that's that's part of a product that they're rolling out called FileMaker Studio, which um, is going to act as a web interface, if you will, to your database. You know, one of the challenges if if you created a database and you wanted to put it online. Um, you know, you either had to rent a server or you had to you had to do something. You had to have your own server. Um, but with FileMaker Studio, they're going to open that up so that you can actually build and test your solution and and only start to pay once you begin to add users to that solution, uh, which is you know pretty amazing. Yeah, because for, I mean, for so many for so many reasons, not the least of which that this would incur, I think, FileMaker. Um, database development by folks who aren't sure if they're going to be able to produce a viable product um, or don't have the customer for it yet. But, you know, if, if they can build it for free, that's, that's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like they're, they're taking the, uh, the same kind of a roadmap that you can with Apple developer tools. You know, you can, you can download all that and use it for free. Um, and then you just pay that percentage through the app store and it almost feels to me like FileMaker is, is taking that same path where here's all the tools, um, build your solution, but you don't incur a cost until you actually deploy it and hopefully, you know, are able to, to uh, earn some revenue from that. So do you plan to be building databases on stage to show people how it works? Um, what, how, how do you expect well, to present it? Sure. One of the, you know, the first session, I, I think there's, I think there's only about 20 minutes. So that's going to be mostly, mostly discussion and presentation, um, some, some background information. Um, but then in that uh, 40 minute deep dive, we'll actually look at FileMaker, we'll do some data modeling, um, and a couple of sample solutions. So people will get a, a good sense of, of how things work and what some of the power is in the platform. 
I, I love this. I love this because databases, again, have kind of faded from site behind the facade of different applications. So now you'll be showing people how they can build something that suits them right from the ground up, no matter how sophisticated or how simple. Yeah, and the, the, the great thing about it is, which you know, Chuck, is that FileMaker has, you know, you, it can live on your iPhone, it can live on an iPad, um, it can live on your, on your desktop, or now, you know, in the cloud. So really, no matter where you, where you want to deploy your data, you have the ability to do that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I will look forward to seeing you um, in, uh, at McHenry County College with, uh, <laughs> with Mike Potter and the rest of the MacStock gang. Um, for sure. In the meantime, what's the best place for folks to maybe contact you if they have questions or want to ask, ask questions before your session? You know, all my contact information is on the website. Um, it's www.denebcorp.com. Um, and from there, my number, email address, everything is, is on that site. So, Excellent. Excellent. Brian, it's great to see you. Um, I look forward to getting to shake hands in person at MacStock. And, hey, we're going to have some fun. I agree. Thank you, Chuck. Appreciate it. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. It is far from too late for you to join us in Woodstock, uh, in Illinois, at MacStock. Uh, MacStock Conference and Expo is where you go to register to get all the information to make a hotel reservation so you're there for the whole show and can get to enjoy not only the day day's activities but always the informal evening activities. Those are always at least as much fun. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.